Lend me your ear, lend me your ear, so we can fill it with stories and facts nobody cares about. <laughs> I, uh, I sang that one on, like, 1.5 speed. <laughs> um, uh, my favorite one, did you ever hear that song, uh, So Far Away, by, uh, I think Stained? And now that we're here, yes. so far... Yeah, so that one starts out at regular speed with a guitar going... Something like that. I can't hit the notes because I'm not good at music, but <laughs> hey, here we are. But I would play that at, on double speed or like a little bit faster, and it sounded like an Irish jig. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I like that. I it like was fun. Irish jigs. Uh, do hey. you like Irish jigs? Please email us at lendmeyourerie at gmail dot com. That's e e r i e at gmail dot com. <laughs> I'm standing here with my fiance. We're not standing. Hello, everyone. Come Alice. listen. No, that was my song. <laughs> that was it's a very short song. It's a work in You were succinct. Come listen. No, that's exactly yeah. what we want to hear. Uh, how are you guys doing? Email us at lendmeyourerie at gmail.com. That's E-E-R-I-E at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep doing that lilt because it's just going to... Why are you a fucking anchor? <laughs> and then the family blew up in a... D- Tornado. Uh, Trisha Takanal was not an anchor. No, I know, but you're <laughs> she was kind... an affirmative action hire. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, but it's okay for me to make that joke because uh, Asian people are some of my best friends, Romans and countrymen. <laughs> Lend me your eerie. <laughs> Lend me your eerie. That was. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk about spooky ghosts, creepy phenomena, and things that go bump in the night. And Brooks racism. Wow. Hello. The racism I spoke of was mine. I am Brooke. I am Brittany. Hello, you sons of bitches. Uh, we're excited to have you back. So excited. Episode 39, 40? 40. 40. It's all downhill from here. Oh, man. I've got the hair for it. 40, floridy, and fluving. <laughs> what? Cut that. <laughs> no, let's wrap it up. Let's go home. Because that's it, Britt. It's a pinnacle of comedy. You've yeah. reached it. Oh, shit. Guys, I can go back to BC. <laughs> we uh, reached the summit. As the kids say. Mm-hmm. And the mountain climbers. It is balmy. Positively hot out today. Okay, don't get too excited. It was seven degrees out today, guys. Yeah, well, that's earlier this week. It was minus 24, so. Mm-hmm. It got down to like almost minus 30. But I know Alberta right now has terrible wind chill, so haha. <laughs> uh, and there's a, a guy from Kamloops that I follow on Twitter who was like, the rest of Canada is all covered in snow and really cold and we have flowers blooming. And I'm like, yeah, but you still have all the other drawbacks of living in Kamloops. This is true. Hey, Kamloops. How's it going? I'm glad you guys are all still listening. Yeah, thank you. I'm kidding. You guys are our rock. We left because of our problems, not yours. We have a lot. But yeah, it's, what, seven degrees out today? It was pretty, pretty nice out And it's amazing. It felt like spring, even though there's lots of snow still. It's incredible how blasé you feel about even minus 10 after you've experienced close to minus 40 weather. Yeah. 
like minus 10 i'm like i don't even wear a toque or gloves now mm-hmm. it was great it was... like i barely felt the need for a coat no <sighs> i've been ruined this is our life now yeah yeah that's it talk about the weather i think that's it for updates <laughs> we bought rings <laughs> well we we had already picked them out we just went and Oh, do we want to? No. Do we want to shame? No. The unnamed jewelry store? No. Okay. She knows what she did. <laughs> <laughs> Communication's a problem everywhere. English is hard. Um, I don't think English was the problem. I think it was a little bit. But anyways, we finished paying off the balance, and yeah, we got. We're gonna have rings that fit us in like a month. I'm excited. Uh, I'm kind of over it. Nice. The whole wedding thing? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad I'm marrying you. God. Okay. Uh, but I think that's it for updates, really. I have a show on Monday. But by the time this podcast comes out, my show's already happened. It was great. We filmed the... Okay, should we... We record these a week in advance. They don't need to know when we uh, do it. And cut. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Britt has a show. Uh, tomorrow night is the best way to say it. Yeah, um, it's on Monday, February the 4th. Um, <laughs> so uh, when you guys listen to this, it's already happened. I'm sure it was great. Yeah, only minimal damage done to the self-esteem. Uh, yeah. Not that it needs it. You are a comedian after all. This is true. I didn't even have self-esteem. Well-adjusted people don't do comedy. I grew up without a dad. And Wouldn't it be I'm funny if he listens to this? <laughs> and doesn't ever contact any of us and still wears that shirt that says best daddy ever? Classic dad. Yeah, I have three pieces of evidence that suggest uh, the opposite of that shirt. This is true. Anywhom. Let's Anywho. move on. Let's move on. To the scares, everybody. Yeah, let's fucking go. Let's just like, hey, here's something new because we're 40. Let's have Brooke go first. This has never happened before. It's a fir- it's a lend me your eerie first. It's a premiere. <gasps> oh my god. I've had a beer. <clears throat> yeah, it's been a long day for Brit. I had a terrible day at work today, guys. She's knocking back a Keats, or uh, <clears throat> she's knocking back an unnamed beer. Uh, if anyone wants to send us money, we'll say it was yours. I drinking it out of the can like a classy Albertan. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's now Brooke's time. Brooke's time. Brooks time. Everybody shut up! It's interesting because on the surface, this... I always start out with it's interesting. It's like I'm trying to convince you. No, I swear, guys. This time. That was almost... That was supposed to be a yawn. Fake yawns are hard (laughs) without uh, becoming cultural appropriation. So sorry. (laughs) I like that we both had that realization. Ooh. So I I found it fascinating that what I'm talking about today, on the surface, seems like it's not at all related to last week or the week before. But in fact, I think it's sort of just a modern representation of a boogeyman. What? If you will. Uh, based on st- technology and things that we have now. Uh, what I'm talking about is internet gathering your info. Ah. It's not a specific fear. It doesn't really have a name, but it's... It's sort of out there, and it sort of seems like something mystical that no one can tell Yeah. what it's doing. But it, it, it's a scary thing. Technology. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You're using it right now. Hopefully. 
or you're listening outside our room. I don't know. One of the two. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went to multiple different websites. Uh, techlicious.com <laughs> was one of them. It's the new Fergie song. <laughs> Techlicious. E C H. Man, Fergie taught us spelling. She did, and Gwen Stefani will never forgive them. Forget them. Fuck. We'll never forgive them for making us literate. How dare they? Okay, try to spell bananas. B A N A N A S. Damn it. Yeah, see? Did I ever tell you when I was a kid, this has nothing to do with your story. When I was a kid, I moved around a lot, but one of my teachers taught us how to spell because, and she used to make us line up at the door, and we weren't allowed to leave for recess until we spelled a word correctly, and because was like the word of the day, and she taught us in like this kind of like, (laughs) B-E-C-A-U-S-E, and I still use it. It helps. Yeah. It's like wetness day. Yep. No one says it like that, unless they're spelling it. Or uh, perpendicular. That was a big word for me. So I just broke it down. I was like, it's a person with a pen. He's a boy and his name is Ular. Solid mnemonic, Britt. You're marrying me. So with the internet... Oh, uh, sorry. So techlicious.com. <laughs> uh, the other sites I went to are Gizmodo. So of course you know it's totally solid info. Uh, and globalsign.com is interesting. I feel like either between these two, Gizmodo and globalsign.com, one of them ripped off the other one because they were very similar articles. Those bitches. But they approached them in slightly different ways, so I was able to glean information from both. So with the internet, it starts when you log into it. Mm-hmm. And it starts with info that you yourself provide without even knowing it. Like your IP address, which is... In the simplest terms, your entry point. And if someone can see your IP address, if sites can see your IP address, they can approximate your location. But they can also tell, these sites can, they can also tell what browser you're using. Internet Explorer, Chrome, Firefox. I don't like that. Oh, just wait. Can I, um, I don't know if this is gonna, I don't know if I should tell it now or later. No, tell us, Britt. Brooke's time has turned into Britt's time. Hey, you talk, we talk, we communicate. It's fine. <laughs> you talk to my story. Yeah, it's no, okay. Um, no, what I was going to say is uh, I work at a, a smoothie, a local smoothie place. Super popular. <laughs> um, but we, we get uh, every month-ish, we get a new like newsletter type thing sent to us. That's like, these are new promotions happening. And one of them is they have this new deal going on. But... They're going to advertise it through social media too, but they have different, it's the same picture, but they have different backgrounds for like, for us, for instance, they would probably have like the roommate background, but like if I posted on Facebook that I have a family and kids and stuff, there's like a kid, like a, like a household background and there's a work background. Like it's so fucking weird that they can just like. I don't know how they do it, but, like, if I were to see the ad, it would be different than, well, like... Um, I mean, Facebook, it, because Facebook, that's what you sign up for. You sign up, and you sign away the rights to your information. Mm-hmm. As soon as you enter that stuff in, they own it. Yeah. And they can sell it to companies. And that's how what that's how Facebook makes its money. Yeah. Is it sells that information to advertising companies, and advertising companies look at what kind of demographic and where you are, and they're like, oh, 
we'll we'll sell this to them. Because oh my god! The minute we announced we were engaged, that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know why. Like everything I always see is really alt right stuff. I'm like, am I really that bad? <laughs> I, I hope not. Like especially when my beliefs are completely the opposite. Yeah. But I just thought it was interesting. Like, I just read that at work yesterday or the other day where it was like, there's going to be different advertising pictures going out to different people out there. And I was like, fuck, that's so weird. Sorry. Back to you. So Yeah, they can tell what browser you use. Mm-hmm. Like I said, uh, they can tell if you're on mobile. Yep. Or if you're on a laptop. They can tell what operating system you're using. Uh, the display resolution of whatever device you have, and your current battery level, as well as certain hardware specifications. I won't get into that, mainly because I don't really understand them. Computers are a mystery to Brooke. So this is new information to me. I'm sure everyone else is going like, fuck, yeah, of course. What's the the biggest ad that you get? on like If you're like scrolling through Facebook, what's like the most consistent thing you'll see as like an ad? Oh, I do not pay attention. Mine's Hunted Killer. (laughs) Well, I mean, it evens out. Yeah. (laughs) So all this stuff, all these things, sort of are able to paint a picture of you as a user. And because it's unlikely that any two will be exactly the same, using this information, sites can detect who a person is. Mm -hmm. Individuals. And then that leads us to another way that sites collect your information you ever heard of cookies? <laughs> Do you know what cookies are, Britt? No, but I always accept them. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're not a bad thing. They just can be used in a bad way. Yeah. Now, what cookies are, think of them like breadcrumbs. That the... But they're cookie crumbs. Cookie crumbs, sure. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Thank you. Is, I don't know how this analogy would work, but they drop these breadcrumbs or whatever on you or cookie crumbs on you so when you leave and come back they still can tell who you are like you know in some sites how you put your location in mm-hmm. the first time and then you navigate away and then like maybe a week later you go back and your location's entered in yeah because of cookies oh. and it makes sense it make it does make it more convenient mm-hmm. and it's quote unquote okay because site specific cookies only keep your information for that site. Yeah. But there's third-party cookies. Oh, no. Usually created by some sort of advertising firm or data broker. And what they do is they collect your information across platforms. Yeah. They use that information again to sort of paint a picture of who you are, and they sell it to marketers and advertisers hmm. so that they know how to market to you. Right. And it's it's like that story, I can't remember where I heard this or if it's even true, of that one girl who was looking up symptoms she thought she was experiencing. And she started getting ads for baby clothes and like carriages or whatever because they had compiled her searches and used it to deduce that she was pregnant. And was she? I think she was, ultimately. Like, they knew she was pregnant before she did. Weird. And again, the story might be an urban legend at this point, but mm-hmm. that's it's creepy as hell that they can do that. Yeah. They can find that information. It's not, again, it's not necessarily bad. 
Yeah. It's not inherently bad, I should say. It's just that it can be abused. Mm-hmm. Like anything else. Yeah. Mostly because it is legal for internet providers to sell your browsing history. And they can also tell advertisers and marketers who you are, where you've been, who you've been talking to, and what you're interested in. And this in turn helps advertisers to advertise to you. Mm-hmm. So it's why you see you're more likely to see ads for things that you're interested in than things you aren't. Yeah. Like, they're not going to try to sell Brooke fishing equipment. Although now that I've said fishing equipment around a computer, I might see it now. (laughs) But they they might start selling you fishing equipment if you go to a fishing website multiple times. And I actually did start seeing uh, fishing ads because when I still worked for that production company in Kamloops, Mastermind, I was editing a video for uh, a new site or a new app, specifically for fishing or for anglers. Mm-hmm. And so like, I looked it up a couple times. And because I looked it up a couple times, guess what started showing up? Mm-hmm. It's creepy. Yeah. The stuff you give up voluntarily just by opening up the internet and, and doing these things, Google searches. Anything you search in Google, they're compiling. They're collecting it. Oh, God. <laughs> I got some weird stuff that I've searched. I'm curious. But everyone's slightly weird. And you realize, we've realized from doing improv and from doing things with audience participation, humans are not creative. No. And it's so weird how in a show where, again, not to like harp on performing, which we always seem to, but when you do it. That's all we know. Yeah, but when you do a show in front of people and you ask for suggestions, everyone suggests the same things. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Oh, can we get an emotion for Brooke? Horny. All right. So the other thing you give up, Facebook check-ins. Anytime you check into Facebook in a location, Mm -hmm. again, they're collecting that. Yeah. And any Twitter info, automatically. The reason they do this stuff, and this is sort of the, the why, the reason they do this stuff is for, as I said, refining advertising, showing you stuff that you're more likely to buy. And this one was interesting. Retail stores. So if you're ordering something mm-hmm. from Amazon cloth. and you have to enter in your location, yeah. they see that and they, if they see a concentration in a certain area, they're like, we should build a store there. Oh. That would be more convenient than they wouldn't have to pay delivery. Mm-hmm. But they would still, like, they might buy more things. Yeah. I'm like, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Why wouldn't you use it for that reason? I would do it. But again, if you want to keep that stuff private, you don't have to enter your actual location. Yeah. But you usually have to when you do shipping. Mm, if you're getting to, you true. usually have to put exactly where you are. Uh, credit card purchases. They, of course, people use that to be like, well, what are you buying? But as soon as you, you realize that even if you try to keep that private, they still have access to that information. The companies, mm-hmm. the banks. And uh, really, I, I'm kind of rambling at this point. I don't. I just thought this was interesting. Yeah. It's interesting to know how <laughs> how much privacy we've given up. And yet we still allow it. Because in certain cases it does make sense. And I've heard the justification where like, well, I, I do want to see advertising for things that I'm more likely to buy. Mm-hmm. It just sucks that there's information that maybe we don't want to be collected and compiled by some organization. Yeah. But it's there. 
and it can be abused. Yeah. And it's more the risk than advertising companies having your information is inherently bad. Yeah. So we'll see where we get to. That's the boogeyman, y'all. <laughs> Take it back now, y'all. I, I had less of a, a through line for this one, I realized, but I just I just thought it was interesting for people like me who aren't necessarily as technologically literate. But that's me. That's me. <laughs> but that's it for me. Cool. Good job. Thank you. So, Britters. Yes, honey. Why don't you tell us, like myself, the listeners, and of course the advertising data brokers yeah. who are compiling this, tell us what you've got. Oh boy, here I go. Brittany has a story for us today. Brittany's scared of lots of stuff. Alrighty, today, boys and girls. Nope, cut that. We don't identify gender. Today, I almost said ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Alright, y'all. Dig it back now, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to take you guys to 148 Washington Street in Salem, Massachusetts. Ooh. Yeah. This place is called the Joshua Ward House. Ever heard of it, Brooke? No. Is it? Okay. I'm going to ask right off the hop. Is it related to the witch hunts? Shut up. Why would you think that? Okay. It was built... In 1784. Oh, so no. Yeah. Um, so yes, this Joshua Ward house was built in 1784. It is a three-story federal-style brick house, and it was one of the first brick houses in Salem. Fun fact, huh? Uh, this house is now, uh, like, you can, you can visit it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a cool place. So Joshua Ward built the home, uh, and he was a wealthy sea captain. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I basically got from him. But little did Joshua know that there was evil that resided on the property that he built his home upon. Now, that's really all I know about Joshua. I don't know how he died. I don't know what happened to him. If he had a family, I'm really sorry. Did he have a parrot? Oh, Polly. I remember that. Mm-hmm. That fucking drinking. That No, was it a drunk one? No. That, he just it, swore and sang church hymns. Uh, at opera. Um, or sea shanties, as I like to say. That's true. All right. So that's enough about Joshua. So that's like the history of like the Joshua Ward house. Uh, apparently he was very well liked. George Washington stayed at his place one time. Big deal. But did here he, we go. Did he help with the revolution? With the war effort? Yes. Okay. Allegedly. I don't know. So, a century before Joshua built his home, a bad man named George Corwin. Ooh. But that's a villain his, name if I've ever heard His nickname one. was The Strangler. How did he kill people? He just stabbed them. <laughs> Weird. Um, so, George... Oh, no. <laughs> Tell me about George. George Corwin executed people who were accused of practicing witchcraft. 
When you say he executed, he was the executioner? He tortured and killed people, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm like, well, that might just be his trade. He was the high sheriff of Essex County, and uh, his duty that he claimed was to protect the innocents from the witches. <laughs> um, our good pal George Corlin, he enjoyed... This was his, like, specialty move, which, when I first wrote it out, was like, oh, that doesn't make sense. But now this makes sense. So, he loved tying the accused's ankles uh, to their neck until they would bleed from their nose. Now, how I read this was kind of like a hog tie. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was like wrist to ankles, and I was like, why the fuck would your nose bleed? No, it was your neck to your ankle. So he would strangle them in a sense. <laughs> so his, your nose would bleed, and then because your head was tilted up, it's, would you drown in your own blood? I think the blood probably came out because they were dying already. Oh, because he, he stabbed them. Right, we established that he he's people. the stabler. Stabler. He's the stabler. <laughs> um, God. So George Corwin died in 1696 from a heart attack. Some are called the Night Stalker. But the evil remained. Some are called the Golden State Killer. Shut up. I got called the Stabler. Yep. <sighs> so he. Sorry, the evil remained. Yeah. So he lived in. It was like his house slash jail. So like his basement was where he tortured all these people. Um, Was on the land that Joshua built his house on. So that's why it's evil. Mm -hmm. George Corwin's family didn't want to bury him in a cemetery because they, they had a pretty strong feeling that he wasn't well liked by the people. So and they, they were, didn't want his grave desecrated? Yeah, they were worried that he, someone was going to dig him up and desecrate his body. Yeah. So they did the next best thing, which was obviously to bury him in the basement. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So before George died, his final victim uh, was Giles Corey. And he was accused of being a warlock. Because I just assumed he was because killing all... Because, of course, all... they exist. Yeah, he was just going to kill... Uh, he When I, I selfishly was like, oh, he killed all these women, but he actually killed men as well. Um, it's probably rarer, but it, it, I'm guessing it was men that spoke out against the treatment of these accused witches. Yeah. So, George arrested Giles on April 18th, 1692, because the townspeople said that he had hexed them. <laughs> So George was like, obviously, yes, come with me. Just an excuse for George to kill people. Yeah, and Giles was sentenced to death on September 19th, 1692, but, like, not with a jury. It was just kind of like, all right, people, we think he's guilty. All right, let's kill him. Guilty. Mob mentality. And Giles was pressed to death. Now, this meant he was stripped completely course and he had a board put on his stomach and he had rocks put on top of him like heavy boulders i guess and giles uh 
kept telling George to add more rocks. Like, he was like, fuck you. Just do it. Add more. I'm tough. Like, there was no, like, please, no, don't do this. Like, he was like, fucking, come at me. Probably hoping that he was eventually just going to add all of them and kill him quicker. Yeah. Eventually, he was crushed to death. I will give George credit for creativity. I mean, it is important. You got to keep his stuff fresh for yourself. Mm -hmm. Keep his stuff fresh. Well, because he did kill 19 innocent men and women. So, like, I mean... I don't know that they were innocent. They were innocent of the charges they were... Fair enough. They were... Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't put to death for being a pedophile, so... Yeah. Um, But George just loved torturing and killing. That was just his thing. Everybody's got to have a thing. Everybody's got a something. (laughs) My thing's Mom, George squished me in half again. Didn't work. Anywho, George not only... Did he kill these people? Um, but he would steal their livestock, crops, furniture, and jewelry. Because he was just a big old piece of shit. Jesus. Yeah, so he was just a very bad guy. Yeah. Uh, but he died. So, yeah. Now, the paranormal activity. Was that his eulogy? He, Finally. He died. Yay. About fucking time. <laughs> uh, there are three... Uh, known spirits that occupy the ward home. There's Corwin, mm-hmm. George Corwin, obviously. GC. Giles Corey. GC. Yeah. And a murdered witch. No name on this witch? No, but there's a picture. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm going to sh- show me. I'm going to show it to you. Please. I'm going to do it. I hate it. So, visitors who have visited. <laughs> <laughs> As visitors tend to do. Have felt ghostly hands choking them. Was this after they were told that there was a strangler? Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I'm not there. They felt cold spots. There were knocked over trash cans. Doors open and close. Burning scratches on arms and back. Uh, Thrown books on the floor. Blobs of candle wax from unlit candles. Or sometimes even in rooms without candles. And uh, mostly I just want to talk about this woman, the murdered witch. Uh, She has been seen roaming the hallway and she's described to have wild black hair. Mm. And here is the picture that someone caught on their cameras. They were taking pictures. Brittany, I have to sleep tonight. (laughs) Are you ready? No. Do you not want to see it? I, I I have to. Listen, we're going to go through this together. Look, audience. So this is apparently someone who was taking pictures of the, the home, and this was in the doorway, and they didn't notice till they got home. I hate it. I hate it already. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> mm. Show the audience, too, because we went through that together. Thank you. That was me showing it. Um, but yeah, you can go visit see the murdered witch maybe she's nice maybe she's just apparently she doesn't do anything the humidity just got to her hair that salem humidity yeah yeah but that is the joshua ward home well tell us what you think about uh female ghosts with crazy black hair is it just me maybe it is Maybe you have a problem with women. 
Well, I definitely do. Okay. That's why I had to lock this shit down. Wow. He pointed at me, audience. I gestured in your general direction. He's hitting me, audience. No. Oh, that's exactly what someone who's hitting you would say. No one will believe you. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Uh, that's it, folks. That's all. Send us your eerie. Yeah. As we say, we want to hear your stories, your personal hauntings. Yeah. We will read them out on here and credit you. Credit gets given. Reddit. Fuck. Oh, you've had a long day. You're a long day. Tell us what you think about uh, data mining, I guess. Yeah. And advertising in the modern age. And just anything else you find creepy. Send all of that, and then more, to lendmeyoureerie at gmail.com. That's E-E-R-I-E at gmail.com. Yeah, and just, like, hug someone. Like a random person on the street. With their consent. Especially if they say no. No. It just means they want the hug more. It literally just said with their consent, Brooke. God. Unless they're an animal. Just show some love. Just take your top off. But that's all for us. And the rest is silence.